everybody, welcome to part 12, the final chapter of our jump start. I figured in honor of the occasion I would dress it up a little bit. Of course I still have a flannel on, or plaid. <laughs> it's interesting if you go back and watch the first video, you can see just how much my amazing beard has grown. I challenge you to do that right now actually. But here we are, part 12. It's been a joy, an honor to share my heart with you and hopefully help you identify the thing that you want to do more than anything else in the world and hopefully also overcome the fear of doing it or at least trying. So today what we're going to talk about is taking ownership of your outcomes and forfeiting the right to complain. Gary Keller, founder of Keller Williams Real Estate, says, Taking complete ownership of your outcomes by holding no one but yourself responsible for them is the most powerful thing you can do to drive your success. Up until now, I've tried my best to encourage people who feel stuck to take some baby steps toward pursuing their dream. I've allowed you to examine my life in a rather voyeuristic manner as I share story after story of my own mistakes and failures. I'm pretty open about my struggles when asked, and sometimes even when I'm not asked. And that's why it's been comfortable for you to read, watch, listen from afar. This guy's just like me, you may even say to yourself, but I have some bad news for you. There comes a point in every relationship where a gauntlet must be dropped. So consider this final video, our DTR, our Define the Relationship Conversation. I know there are a lot of people who have read my blog posts, have watched these videos, and have been encouraged to begin implementing new strategies to discover how they are uniquely positioned to change the world. And what I mean by that is discovering what each individual is created to do in order to improve their overall outlook on life and the lives of those around them. I, now, I use the word world in a more intimate way than describing the entire planet, kind of like saying your little world, the world around you. But eventually, the rubber has to meet the road. At some point, the training wheels need to come off, and you can't be looking over your shoulder for mom and dad to be holding onto your bike. I find that some people really like to imagine what it'd be like to improve their situation or begin pursuing their passion, but very few have the guts to do it. These people read self-improvement books, listen to podcasts, watch motivational videos on YouTube that have really inspiring music, and they say as they look off into the distance, someday, someday. For some reason, there's still a glass ceiling for you and you're afraid to acknowledge the truth of the situation. The truth is, you are the architect who designed that glass ceiling. No one's been holding you back. You simply bought the lie that other people had that much power over what you could do. I know what you're probably thinking. Don't tell me. You're not where you want to be because something or someone got in the way. You had all the tools, all the potential in the world, and then nothing went according to plan. Instead, you now find yourself with years wasted and your internal clock tick, tick, ticking away. But it's not your fault, right? Well, in one sense, I admit you're right. Whatever happened to you back then may not have been your fault. And at the time, it was probably best to deal with the circumstance head on and put your dreams on hold, albeit temporarily. But I'm sorry, not sorry to tell you that allowing... That event or choice to determine your path forward in the here and now is your fault. Allowing things you cannot control to have control over you will make everything within your control seem too difficult to do. And that's why you haven't done it. Oh, Jeff, you don't understand, you are no doubt saying to yourself. But I can't hear you. It's a video. 
But if that is what you're saying, all I can hear is an excuse. You're comfortable playing the victim because you then have a built-in excuse for things not going your way. When things don't go our way, we're faced with two options. Either take ownership of the outcome, learn from the experience and move forward, or sit and complain about the raw deal that we received. So many people would rather finger point than actually be honest with themselves and do the hard work of identifying the root cause of their problems. It's time to stop complaining and to take ownership. I used to work with people who preferred complaining about the hand they'd been dealt. There was always some reason why they weren't where they wanted to be. But they themselves were never the reason. I'd often ask them, what are you doing to change it? They never had a response. Though most people know the answer to that question, even if it pains them to admit it. Nothing. Well, not nothing. They are doing something about it. They're complaining about it. Because for most people, complaining is easier to deal with than the reality of the situation. They exhaust themselves looking for anyone who will listen to their sob story instead of taking that time to make some real changes to their life. Now, before you start lighting torches and collecting pitchforks, let me assure you that I was, and sometimes still am, a complainer. Very much so, just ask my wife. I made and continue to make excuses for myself. I cut myself all the slack in the world while not leaving any for anyone else. Once upon a time, my daily bread was self-pity and misery. Now, thankfully, God parted the Red Sea of depression and discontentment and revealed to me a way through the stormy seas. But the funny thing is, even though he made a way, I was still responsible for recognizing my role in the equation. I needed to take the first step, or a giant leap. Sure, I felt a gentle nudge toward the precipice of what used to be a raging ocean, but all I could see was dry land before me and walls of water on either side of me. Was I going to complain that this journey was too hard, or was I going to step out in faith and own the outcome through both figurative and literal hell or high water? You can be one of two things, a complainer or an owner, but you can't be both. Jim Rohn said, if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. If you don't, then you'll find an excuse. To drive the point home further, the story of the children of Israel's exodus from Egypt has some interesting insights for us. If you're not religious, then I ask you to indulge me for just a moment. After God led his people out of Egypt, if you're not familiar with the story, you can watch Prince of Egypt or the Ten Commandments starring the wonderful classical actor Charlton Heston, the children of Israel began to complain. Even though God had promised them deliverance and to guide them into the good land, they still complained. When Israel sent 12 spies to scout out the promised land, 10 of them came back and complained saying that they should return to Egypt. Only two of the spies believed God's promise, that the land was rightfully theirs. I'm sure they were afraid of the giants and the battles ahead, but they wanted to take ownership of the outcome. Instead, the ten spies brought a bad report to the people and convinced them to complain against Moses and God. As a result, they didn't enter the promised land, and they ultimately died in the wilderness. Now, this was not intended to be a Sunday school lesson, nor was it probably even the best exposition of the biblical text. However, in this story, I see a direct correlation between the benefits of taking ownership and the danger of complaining. Let me wrap up my thoughts with a sobering reminder. Just because you decided or will decide to take ownership of your decisions doesn't mean you will always make the right ones. It also doesn't mean that things will always work out the way you'd hoped. 
be forewarned. When you take ownership of and accountability for your actions, then you forfeit your right to complain about the outcome. Do you have the guts to take the leap into the unknown? Or do you prefer having the option to whine and moan about how hard life is? Now, I'm not trying to peer pressure you into doing something that you don't want to do. After coming this far, you may realize that things are not as bad as you once thought. And to that I say, great. Maybe you just needed to see that the grass isn't always greener. But I also say that if you choose to do nothing to change your situation, then you need to stop complaining about it. Right now. Otherwise, you'll spend your life wandering aimlessly only to die in the wilderness of lost hopes and dreams. In closing, I want to let you know that you've been given a unique purpose by your creator. There are certain things hardwired within you that maybe you've allowed to lay dormant for a long time. Until now, you've always brushed them aside, made excuses, or tried to find other people to blame for those things not coming to fruition in your life. After watching this, you may feel like you're finally ready to put your doubts, fears, and failures aside. Whatever it was that kept your feet shackled or tied you down. My prayer is that by watching these stories, you'll discover your story and identify the things that are most important to you. You may be right at the precipice of everything you've wanted to do with your life. It's time to take a leap of faith. But come on in. The water's fine. Thank you so much for joining me on this jump start to 2017. Twelve weeks have gone by. Three full months. And I hope that you're a little bit closer to finding out what you were created to do and having the courage to go after it. Until next time, be real and keep it real. Thanks for watching and Godspeed.